welcome to Wine and Wingspan, a weekly podcast where your new book besties, Jess and Joe, review their favorite and least favorite reads over a bottle of the good stuff. We're here to have a good time and certainly don't want to ruin yours, so please check the title and trigger warnings so nothing is spoiled. You may find that your opinion differs from ours, and we want to hear about it. So follow us on social media and let your voice be heard in our comments. Without further ado, cheers! Well, hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Wine and Wingspan. I got it right again. You did, you did. There was no romance or wings. No. There was nothing off. Well, there were wings, but I did, it, I did it in the right order this time. It's because I haven't had any wine yet. Yeah, that's, I think that's what we need to do. Yeah. Don't get drunk prior to filming. <laughs> Genius. Who would have thought? <laughs> what a concept. All right, this week we are drinking St. Jude's Winery Peach Sweet Wine. We had this um, the first episode that never made it to air, and this was the problem, so it's going to be really interesting. (laughs) Um, Not a good... Okay, but last time, this this was one thing that didn't make it, and you guys didn't get to see me epically flick this off. Are we ready? Hey! It hurts so bad every time. All right, let's get pouring. We're going to finish the bottle off. Oh, oh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Happy solstice. Yes. Yeah, we're celebrating. We're in our solstice garb. We're having a party after this. And we completely unintentionally matched. We did. We're it was sh- kind of funny because this is the only dress that I could find. And we're so in sync because this is the only akatar esque dress that I have. So perfect. The cauldron. We are cauldron blessed. We the are. mother. We're actually mates. Um, sorry, Dalton. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to our husbands. Uh, but yeah, we are very excited to be here tonight. We're actually together celebrating um, friend of the show, Whimsy yes. Gossip Podcast. They have mm-hmm. a Chapter 54 fan film that's coming out. So if you haven't already watched it, definitely go check it out. It's on their YouTube channel. Yes. Yes. I'll probably end up linking it in the bio, in the doo down below so that you guys the, thing. the thingy <laughs> so that you guys can go watch it because it's literally amazing jess hasn't seen it yet and it is i'm, I'm excited like, counting on the minutes for you to watch it because it's so freaking good um but yeah we just thought we'd get together and party and yeah any excuse to put a pretty dress on exactly hang out with your book besties exactly so, um we'll have footage of our party over on our social media yes. so make sure that you go over there and Check it out. We're going to do some fun stuff mm-hmm. um, and have some funny TikTok and Instagram Reels exclusive videos. So follow us at Wine and Wingspan Pod. All the places. Perfect. All right. So we're going to dive into it because last time our episode was very long, but it was also two books, two girthy books. And yeah. we are doing... Their wingspan was... <laughs> <laughs> it was quite large. Uh, so we are actually going to jump into because of Winter Soldiers. Soldiers. I just took a sip and now it's over. It's (laughs) over. We're going to get nothing done. A Court of Frost and Starlight, which we have displayed, but you can't see it because it's probably blurry. Uh, So there's that. So let's just jump into it. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm pumped. So I went on this tangent today that we we get to talk about. Is more evil and what's up with Eris? Okay. So... I could do probably an hour segment on more. I think she's evil. She's too suspicious. The whole Eris thing, I don't think Eris is guilty and he's not as evil. I think he's politically very smart, which is fine. Um, I do, I know that she keeps saying that Moore's uh, 
like power is truth is truth. Well, what does that mean? I would, none of us really know. And so we think like, oh, she tells the truth or she can make people tell the truth, whatever. I think it's that she can make people believe her mm-hmm. when we probably shouldn't be believing her. Yeah, I think she, her, can she wield truth? Can she change truth? Yeah. Can her truth be the truth? Is that why everyone, when Reese has done some shady stuff, everyone's like, it's fine. Yeah. It's Reese. Is she you able know? to change things to fit her mm-hmm. narrative? You know? Very curious. Also, I think she gave as truth teller. In this book, they do discuss that um, she always gives him knives all the time. And they don't really discuss where he got truth teller. So I'm wondering... Which is sus. Yeah, which is sus that if she found it and gave it to him. She also has that house that she talks about that no she's had for 300 years and nobody knows about, not even Reese. Sus. Come on. And, sus. Okay, Crescent City spoilers. Skip 30 seconds ahead if you have not finished Crescent City 2. But I have a theory that Moore may be a descendant of Queen Thea, um, who came over into Prithia and escaping Mm. the Asteri. Um, And we know that descendants of the Starborn Queens, um, a.k.a. Rune Danan and Bryce Quinlan, um, and their cousin, Cormac, are people that can wield the Star Sword, but also can wield the the other Star Blade, which is a dagger. Um, And we know that when sword and dagger reunited so shall our people be and isn't it a little weird that Azrael is the one who finds bryce whenever Listen, she lands i'm not mad about it so if more if more who is blonde and matches the description of queen thea's daughter uh yeah. if she is either queen thea's daughter herself or a descendant of queen thea um we don't know anything about more's mom so yeah uh is more is more evil is more is her identity a not part of the reason is. why she doesn't end up with eris is there something, because Eris alludes to the fact that there is more. Um, yes. And more powers at play. Are the Asteri involved? Mm. Uh, is that why? And is that why Bryce's dad is Autumn Court? Okay. Mm. So anyway, um, okay. Blah, 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 Crescent City spoilers over. <laughs> but I have a lot of um, theories about more, And I think that your more might be yeah. evil theory. Could I wouldn't be mad about it though, because we're so focused on Azrael and we're so focused on Amran with something mm-hmm. that's going on that it would make perfect sense to have more who we don't really think about. That we're like, oh, it's just more. She loves everybody. She's great. She's life of the party. Then all of a sudden, her be evil. Yeah, that would definitely be a oh shit. Yeah, we know there's gonna be a betrayal. We just yeah. don't know who it is. And and Sarah J. Mass has said it is a betrayal that is so shocking, no one will see it coming. Mm-hmm. So then that makes me think like. Who is it going to be? If if Moore I had, would probably be the one that would shock me the most. Cassian would shock me the most. Oh yeah, but Cass- okay, but Cassian can't. He is golden retriever to the Cassian end. doesn't have enough brain cells to betray anyone. <laughs> he's like Thor. Yeah, he's like he's incapable of betrayal because he literally is incapable of thought. So. He's just a golden retriever. It's like the whole golden retriever, black cat, him and Nesta. He can't even figure out Nesta. There's no way he can <laughs> triangulate people. There's just no way. He's like, I'm just living my best life. I love all of his gene, like genetics went into the wingspan. None mm. of it went up here, We're which is fine. That's it. what we love. We love a We're big, dumb, wonderful, handsome man. It. Which, you know, we have to do say that we love how much he loves her. Now, I don't think, speaking of that, that they set up, this book was so small and I don't think it was really a charisma special. I don't think it was about wrapping up Feyre and Reese because they're not done. Their story's not done. Yeah. And I don't think that we're necessarily setting up the whole Nesta and Cassian thing. But I will say, I I think there's something more to this book. And I think it has to do with more, speaking of more. Um, and I think it has some stuff to do with As. Yeah. 
but I don't think we're going to find out necessarily in Crescent City 3, but more like the next Akatar. Yeah. I, I think, think it's going to be long game on I that one. I think a lot. I think that the only people that we may see some more character development with could be Asriel, Moore, or Nesta mm-hmm. um, when it comes to Bryce. Because Nesta has the eight-pointed star on yeah. her back, which Bryce obviously has it on her front. Both of their powers are really similar with the glowing yeah. and um, the raw power mm. uh, aspect of it. And Bryce doesn't know how to use her fey powers. Cormac's only able to train her a little bit. So yeah. um, I love, we know that there's going to be a bonus chapter with Azrael and Nesta and, and Bryce together. So I would love to see some Valkyrie training happening there. Yeah. Um, but more is a connection that I think could be really interesting. I know. I'm excited to find it out It would be more. really cool if my... I would just love for more to be a Starborn Queen and for Bryce to be her that heir. That would be cool. I just think that would be so That would be cool. really cool. Okay, so if she wasn't evil, then I'm fine with that plan. I'm fine with that plan. But I, I do think she's sus. I think that she has secrets, which for someone whose power is truth, having secrets is really mm-hmm. interesting. I do say... I, I know a lot of people got a lot of hate for Reese on this book too. Uh, yeah. That Reese was an a hole. Now I we think he's more of an a hole. I think in uh, Silver Flames because of him and Nesta. But the one thing that I will side with everybody on with the, with this, which uh, I when going through like the re looking at it today, I saw that when he's like yelling at Nesta at the house, um, and telling blaming her for not helping Pharaoh when they yeah. were all human. She's like, uh, Elaine didn't do anything either. And he's like, yeah, but Elaine's different. And that really bothers me that why? It's not like Elaine yeah. is some weakling, you know? Yeah. So why is why does Elaine get a free pass? And are we just, is, is Sarah making us think that Elaine's so weak? But we have theories that she is very powerful. Yes. I think she might be an oracle. Yeah. Um, and we know she's a seer, but I think she might be an oracle. And I think that her power is the opposite of Nesta's where Nesta is lady death. I think that Elaine might be lady life. And I think that, um, I think that Reese in, um, Frost and Starlight is coming from an angle of someone like you have to remember everyone's trauma and trauma response is really different. So like for Reese, he's lost a sibling. So for him looking at Nesta, who is an older sibling from older sibling to older sibling, I can see him being like, you couldn't even help your younger sister. I wish I could, but my younger sister was taken from me and you're so lucky to have them. Why don't you treat them the way that that you should have? However, it's not Nesta's responsibility. She's not Mm -hmm. their mother. She's not their father. She's, she was a child. Um, and so I think Reese is wrong. Yeah. Um, but also it's like, this isn't from Reese's perspective. None of these books are. So from Reese's perspective, Nesta's wrong. Yeah. And then even more so in Silver Flames. I mean, I think the reason why like Reese and Feyre are so the villain in Silver Flames is because that book is from Nesta's perspective. Right. So I think that Nesta, when Reese yells at Nesta and tells her Elaine's different, I don't know if he's talking about her trauma response is different, that she Mm. was avoidant in her trauma response. That's why she was planting her flowers and doing her little thing yeah um she's not the youngest (laughs) so she's the middle child she's older than Feyre right um or if he's alluding to the fact that she is different there's something different about her that she's not entirely human that she's not entirely and I have a theory about their mom (laughs) but I I think that is he alluding to the fact that she's like literally different or the fact that she's just her trauma response was different and he she should have made up for that. Either way, he's wrong. I do think that, I will say, I don't think he's wrong for standing up for Feyre too because Mm-mm. no one stood up for Feyre mm-hmm. until now. Now she has a whole team of people standing up for yes. her. 
And so I, I will agree, like, I would want that out of my mate to say, to stand up for me, even yeah. to my own family, because Feyre's not going to do it. She's not going to stand up to Nesta. She's not going to stand up to anybody. No, Feyre's a pushover. Yeah, 100%. And so Reese does have to feel like he has to do that. But I don't think that Elaine is justified in her actions. Well, it's I like think she's just as much to blame. Elaine's not his mate. Why is he defending her? Yeah. So strongly. Yeah. He does it to Asriel and Necklace Gate, which we'll get into it in a minute. <sighs> he is so protective over mm-hmm. Elaine. Why? He is not that way with anyone else. He doesn't tell Cat. He's not like, don't talk to Cassian and Tanessa. Like she does. He's he's not that way about anybody else. Yeah. Just Elaine. Does I can't remember. Does Reese know about Cassian and Nesta? Like no, from the like, beginning. Yeah. I mean, he seems to be pretty aware throughout Silver Maybe Flames. That's- Also why he's so hard on Nesta because he's like, you need to earn to be with Cassian too. Yeah, I mean, he's very protective of Cassian otherwise. I wonder if there's a little bit of that, but he can't say that because Cassian wants to be the one to say it. I just think that he just has it out for her (laughs) a lot of the time, but we're also, (laughs) we're also seeing it from her perspective. So I'm sure that she could feel that way. At the end of the day, she's this guy who took, not only took her sister just to the spring court but to the other side of the world essentially from her the night court is yeah. as far from the mortal lands as it can be oh darn so yeah <laughs> we're not mad about it so speaking of should i mates talk- i think we should talk about next necklace gate and and a little gwyn as well oh, those yeah. two points because it well that- so before we get into necklace gate i do have to address something about Rayland. Oh. <laughs> That I so <laughs> so deeply disturbed me in this book that it still to this day shakes me to my core. And apparently it shook Feyre to her core too, quite literally. Um, I will never... Okay, so like in Akawar, when we get to the war camp, the sounds of his moaning, drowning out the sounds of the death and, and the dying, that was already really crazy, Sarah. Like, I feel like I just bypassed that part because yeah. I kind of okay. forgot about I'm it. I'm actually... I'm going to talk to Sarah directly right now. Sarah, <laughs> listen... That was crazy. All right. Chapter, I think it's like chapter 21 of Aqua or something. That was nuts. Okay. Don't ever do that again. But Resand climaxing to an image of his unborn baby is one of the most horrifying things I've ever read in my entire life. You could have done that so many different ways. The fact that you chose to do that feels like a personal attack. I am so deeply offended. <laughs> and um, I revoke your license uh to write just kidding keep writing but don't ever do that again it was too much too that much. was horrifying i feel like i bypassed that too it's like when i just forgot about it on purpose and i had not, to delete it it's not just an image of their unborn child it's the bone carver she's like i'll show the show him what the bone carver showed me it's just like little like <laughs> which there's theories there's theories that the bone Voldemort carver the that the cauldron. bone carver doesn't show them nicks there's theories that the bone carver shows them reese or i'm not reese rune danan okay um, not mad about it and uh, there's, there's a lot of evidence to support that. We can talk about that in the Crescent City episodes. But if that's true, that means Reese came to an image of his nephew, potentially. That's disgusting. Which is disgusting. <laughs> like, we need to pump Sarah. the brakes, Sarah. Sarah, that was crazy. All right. Let's stick to the headboard. and <laughs> Let's stay away Honestly. from... Honestly. Let's stay away from... Um, I think she learned her lesson. That's why the... The spiciness in Silver Flames is so A+. plus. That feels vanilla compared to coming to the image of your baby. I'm okay with I've that. just got to say that. That is wild. So I had to touch on that because <laughs> that is one that is one chapter I cannot get behind. <laughs> How do I... Where do I even begin? Okay, so... There's two necklace gates, though. 
because he gives okay he, yeah, yeah yeah were we talking elaine or gwen both this I whole think, situation is necklace gate i think that he feels okay so when he gives elaine i think he i don't i didn't feel like it was a lovey-dovey thing I didn't feel like it was like, oh, I like you. I think it was like. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't get the vibe. You I got went, it okay. more with Gwen than I did with Elaine. But I don't. Yeah. I can't say that till after I read Silver Flames. Then I was like, okay, this kind of puts Elaine in, in perspective because I feel like he felt more. Well, this for is Gwen. a bonus chapter in Silver Flames. This is the bonus chapter at the end. See, this is where I got it confused too. Okay. Yes, okay. So, so there's two Because I thought theories. it was in this one. So there's two theories. There's theories that this happens at the solstice following yes. Silver Flames. But there's also a theory that this happens um following frost and starlight and the main confusion is that reese reese is like stay away from her blah 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 and he's like nesta is gonna keep cassian up all night but we don't know if that's because nesta um is like he's cassian's currently walking nesta home like at the end of frost and starlight or if it's because they're mated I thought that they were together, or I and thought this I, happened during and this here. Is what this time frame, I can't, I can't figure out from the chapter if they are at the townhouse or if they are at the river house because that would tell us exactly mm. which one they're at. But you can't tell. He goes upstairs to Reese's office, but I'm like, I don't know. I cannot tell. Um, if I figure it out, I'll put it on the screen right now for those watching. But I cannot figure out where the Necklace Gate bonus chapter takes place in the timeline of events. And I'm sure that people have hmm. have speculated both ways. But if it if which one it happens after makes a huge difference. Yeah. And so I think that it's happening at the end of 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 Silver Flames. Because Gwyn is training, which wouldn't make sense if it was in Frost and Starlight. Okay, that's a good point. So I think I that this that. has happened after Nesta and Cassian are mated. But before their mating ceremony, because that hasn't happened yet. So, okay, that changes things. Yeah, so then... That changes things. So he's trained Gwyn. Gwyn isn't afraid of him at all. Which we like. Which I love. I love a sassy girl who will put a scary man in his place. Um, but she... So... So Azrael gives Elaine this necklace. It's a stained glass rose. When rereading this chapter, I've reread this chapter like four times because really? because well, I'm the person who always introduces people to the Azrael ick because people are like, Mm-mm. oh, Azrael, Azrael, and I'm nope. like, Shadow like, Daddy, well, read this chapter and then tell me how you feel. Now some people are immune to the ick. I unfortunately was not because I was very much an Azrael girly until I read this chapter and then I was like, I'm going to die, actually. I cannot handle this much ick. It's giving me so much ick. So um, when rereading this, I realized that the stained glass rose is very much giving Beauty and the Beast. But that's Tam Tam. Yes, but I have a theory that Lucian is not Elaine's mate. I agree on this theory 100%. No. We can talk about this another time. Yes, we're, when we do Akatar, we're going to have to really but dive into that. I honestly think that it was foreshadowing to Elaine possibly leaving and going to the Supreme Court. And I think that her rejection of the necklace isn't her rejecting that fate. I think it's her message to Azriel that, like, she has to leave. And I think that she's been fighting that for some time. Like, I don't think she belongs in the Night Court. No, I would agree. Um, and so I think she's gonna leave, and um, and so Azriel leaves. He takes the necklace to Gwen, and Gwen's light calls to his shadows. Whereas with with Elaine, the shadows like run away from him, from her. 
whenever Elaine like comes towards him, the shadows like recede. Yeah. And I just love that he can fully be himself. I'm about as in Gwyn. I wasn't, so listen, I wasn't girly. as in Bryce Gurley at first because I just had to I know. just imagine, <laughs> I think it would be so good, the two yeah, characters together. So I was low-key sad about that. I still love Hunt, but I think as I think Asriel and Hunt are very similar, actually, because yeah. they're like angel, they're both kind of Angel of Death-esque characters. So, so. I'm okay with the Gwyn thing, though. Yeah. I think Gwyn deserves to be happy, too. Yes. I think I, that she's, she would be good to him. So kind of like the evil Moore theory, I have an evil Gwyn theory. So I have heard, um, and I actually think this could be true, that Gwyn, um, one of my, okay, so I should preface this. One of my favorite creators, Saskia Chronicles, I will link her, I'll put her out on the screen right now and put her in the bio as well. Um, she has some really awesome Gwyn um, is a siren theories and that she, because she's a singer, she's a light singer, and whenever she sings, Nesta is drawn into the priestesses, like their service. She's not going to go in and then Gwen starts singing and she's literally like drawn in. What about Gwen being Tam Tam's daughter? Well, so we know, so that's, so we think that uh, that could be a possibility. She also could be Ianthe's daughter. Um, Ew. And I know, <laughs> but we know that Ianthe grew up in the spring court. We just, we don't know that she's high fae. She could be a water nymph or some kind of water shifter. We know that there are shifters in the spring court and that, Tamlin can shift other people. So my yeah. theory is that Ianthe may be part water nymph, and I think that Gwyn may be a water nymph. I definitely do think that Tamlin is Gwyn's father. It just it's too yeah. makes too much sense. Um, I think that she also could be. We know that Lucian and, and Ianthe. But I do wonder. Okay, so if if Gwyn, this would connect them though. Gwyn's in the inner circle basically at this point, mm-hmm. like pretty dang close. If, if Tamlin's Gwen's daughter, that might give Tamlin a reason to live. Yeah. And it would give a reason for Night Court and Spring Court to have a, a relationship. A camaraderie again. Yeah. And I think that's what that's setting that up for. Because I don't, besides unless Elaine is Tamlin's whatever. Tamlin's mate. I don't know if they'll be mates or if they'll just help each other. But I do think that Elaine is going to be a part of Tamlin's story. Agreed. Because he's kind of a beast right now. And there's a theory that Nesta or Feyre cursed Tamlin. Because when Feyre, when Nesta goes and visits Tamlin in A Court of Silver Flames, she points at him. Mm. And he's like, put that finger down, you witch. So there's a theory that she may have cursed him to be permanently in his beast form. And that's why he's roaming around in his beast form. That Feyre was the one he couldn't love. And so Mm. Nesta cursed him. And Elaine will be the one to break the curse. Solid theory. I like that. I love it. Solid theory. There's too many theories that came out of... I don't love the idea of Tamlin boning his ex-fiance sister. (laughs) I'm going to be honest about that. I don't love the idea of that. But We live in Missouri. I think we should be fine with that. (laughs) They were like basically like in-laws, but that's okay. It's fine. I'll let it go. We'll just overlook that. Yeah, who are we to stand in the way? I, I just feel like, you know... So I think Gwen could be a siren. I love the idea of like Azriel falling for her because she's the next best thing and Gwen finding out. And like, I love the idea that because she's part water nymph of her being this like mm. siren that like yeah. calls him and like drowns him or something like that, where she like that basically cool. is his downfall. Um, I would love to know what Azriel seems, sees in the bone carver, like whenever, if he would like to visit the bone carver. Because he's been Uh-oh. in there before, but like, what would he see? Because it shows you your downfall. Yeah. So like, what would it be? Bryce. No, imagine <laughs> imagine it's Gwyn. That would suck. And then she like drags him to his doom. Mm, he might like it. Yeah, he might. He's dirty. We know we're gonna get listen. Az- we know we're gonna get Azriel smut scenes because Sarah, Sarah said. has said he a freak. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. 
I'm not mad I'm about more it, than Sarah. okay with that. You got to make up for the whole Reese coming to his fourth child thing. Yeah, no. Make, make up for that please. with, with Reese. Because or make up for that with Az. Please. Because that like traumatized me. That was a trauma. <laughs> that was a trauma I'll never be able to get over. Well. Um, oh, I mean, okay. Okay. So one other thing I want to talk about in um, in Necklace Gate is like Azrael being obsessed with more for 500 years. So like if you're pining after someone for 500 years and then someone and you like know you're, you're never going to be together. Like, you finally accept that. If I was like, so what about so-and-so? You would be like, you know what I mean? You'd be like, or you would at least be like, I understand that, like, we're never going to be together and I'm moving on. Whenever I don't think he was really pining after more, though. I don't think so either. I, I don't think, think he, he was just, ever pining after her. I, I think yeah. he has ulterior motives. Yeah, agreed. Because he doesn't even think about her for a second whenever he brings her up. He's like, well, I don't even, he's like, he just moves on. And I'm like, that's sus to me. Yeah. And so if... If Morin as Mor never wants to talk about Azrael. She never wants to talk about that. And if I she think gave Az Az, truth about her. I think if she gave Azrael truth teller, yeah. then she, he may know something yeah. about her tr- about her true identity. And if he's a prince of hell, which I think he might be, and I think <laughs> Necklace Gate backs it up. <laughs> if if he is a prince of hell and he knows who she is, then when hell is unleashed on the Asteri, she may be their number one weapon. Which yeah. would make so much sense. I do think that um, he does not care for her that way. I don't think that was a thing no. at all. I think that that was a carefully crafted thing I by think both people, of them. I think people read into it, and I think that it, either it was a front, for yeah. that, an excuse for him to um, defend her. Yeah. Because otherwise people would be like, why do you care so much about her well-being? Yeah. Um, unless she is he needs her alive. very important. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. There's too many theories. Who named Truth Teller? You know what I mean? I think that once we get Crescent City 3, a lot of this, our theories right now will wrap up. And then once we get in the next Akatar, which Sarah's writing right now, Akatar. it's all going to... Akatar 6 is going to answer a lot of questions. Mm. So this is a theory book. I think if all in all, after reading this and after doing this, this is a theory book. Yes. Do not skip it. A lot of people skip Frost and Starlight because they're like, oh, it's just the Christmas special. It's no, not. It's a it's, theory book. It's a lot like Tower of Dawn in that way. If you've read Throne of Glass... And you, you hear people say, skip T- Tower of Dawn. You don't need to read that book. It's boring. It's filler. There's so much story building in T- Tower of Dawn. There's so much lore yeah. in Tower of Dawn. And Frost and Starlight, it is a fluffy Christmas special. It is a feel-good book. But there is so much world-building lore yeah. in Frost and Starlight that if you skip that book, you will miss it. And yeah. some people read it after Silver Flames. Do not do that. Yeah, read no. it before you Silver need to read Flames. It before. Yeah. You definitely need to read it before. Yeah, and and if you haven't read the Necklace Gate chapter, I will link it in the bio. There is a PDF. If you have the black special edition version of Silver Flames, it was a limited edition print that was mm. only sold at Barnes & Noble. That's the only place you can find a physical copy is if you yep. find the all black paperback copies. But um, they have it available online and it will be linked below. It's also definitely worth a read because there's a lot of lore there that's going to be yeah. important for this. So, what do you rate? <laughs> Fuck me. Okay, I already forgot the books. <laughs> what are we reviewing again? Where are we? Okay, welcome to Wine and Wingstand. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. This is my first time. Be gentle with me. It's my first time. Uh, so, what? <laughs> I'm intact. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. So what is your rating of this? Fuck me. Frost and Starlight. What is your rating of? Four and a half. Jesus Christ. 
we'll, we'll get stop. there eventually. Uh, I would rate it a four and a half out of five. I it's a it, I would rate it a five out of five. Um, but I wish it was longer. Yeah. Um, because I just love the inner circle. Like it it, it reminded me of reading according to Mr. Fury for the first time. Where yeah. Aqua War, you dive right into the action, but across the corner of Frost and Starlight, you're dealing with trauma. You're dealing with like we're gonna rebuild the city. We're gonna like rebuild our lives. We have a future. Yeah, like something that Reese never planned for and Feyre never planned for. And so I love like her reclaiming this her safe space. Yeah, I love um like them buying gifts for each other and like spending time yeah. in Valaris and kind of building the world out a little bit more, which I love world building. Yeah. Um, and I reread this every year for Christmas. This is like yeah. my comfort read. And so um, I love this book and I really highly recommend to people that they don't skip it. So it's very up there for me. I, yeah. Akamath and Akawar are five out of five books for me. Yeah. This one's just a little bit less just because it is so short. And I wonder if we'll enjoy it more when the rest of the books come out. Yeah, for sure. It is a yeah. good break before Silver Flames because Silver yeah. Flames is so intense. That was, so a, lot. Intense. That was um, a lot. So it is a nice comfort break um, and there's so much lore and I love that. So four and a half out of five for me. Oh. For sure. I think I'm going to do four out of five. Um, I think whenever I get the next Akatar, my rating will go up because mm-hmm. I don't like having so many unanswered fucking questions, yeah. Sarah. Sarah. Stop making me think. Mm. Answer. I also do, I will say that um, I wish there was more conversation between Elaine and Lucian. So yeah. that was like, I feel like there's something that needs to happen there. And I, I if Tamlin ends up being her mate, that makes sense. But it, if Tamlin's not her mate and that theory is not correct, why are we being so weird? Why are, why are we mm-hmm. being so weird? What does she know? Yeah. I have questions. I have questions. What does she know? So I will say that, but that's only because I have unanswered questions that I want. Yeah. But otherwise, I miss that, it was a fun. Yeah. I miss Lucian. I want more. I, rem- him I and miss Urian him. just vibing through. <laughs> I really miss him from the first book. Like, I want Urian and Bryce commentary. True. Wouldn't that be great? They would, oh, they would be best friends. Dude, actually, be so instant fun. besties. People like so listen. Much, like, I was in a ring for like a thousand years. He's so much like Therion. Whoa, yes. mind blown. Actually, but yeah, I I really like. I love those books. I love this book. I love all of these books. I do wish there was more Lucian. That's a really yeah. good point. I miss yeah. his clever quips from Akatar. I miss his commentary on everything. Do you like, want my hot take? Go ahead. I miss. I I thought when I read Akatar, I thought that. Lucian and Feyre Me too. <laughs> and I was sad they didn't. The tension. <laughs> I was I'm, like, drop Tam Tam. Let's Mar- go with this with guy. Him. Yeah. I'm like, he's way cooler than Tamlin. Oh, I love Lucian. I just love him. Yeah. He's the best. So, uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I, I miss him. I wish that they talked more and, like, had more interaction. Yeah. And now it's weird. Yeah. You know? But I don't... I think Reese makes it weird. Yeah. So, I think our overall rating... 4.25 Is a 4.25 out of 5. Yeah. That's a solid book, though. That is a solid book. That's a solid book. Especially considering Akatar is probably like a three out of five. Yeah. I'm going to reread it before I rate it because I feel like I need to reread. It's still pretty bad. By reread, I mean audio. I've reread it twice. It's still pretty bad. But it's it's necessary. I feel like it's going to be funny and fresh in my mind before we do the review. Oh, yeah. So then I'm like, oh, God, Which will be in season two. It'll be season two. Akatar will be our season two um, deep dive. So look forward to that about 
like next summertime. Yes. But but next deep dive is going to be Crescent what City. I'm really. I, I feel like this is why we keep going to Crescent City is because we just want to talk about Crescent City. Yeah, we're really like, we're just like talk about Crescent City. Fuck these other books. I Let's mean, just talk about Bryce. If you follow me on social media, then you know I am like a I am Bryce's number one bitch. So <laughs> so like I am a ride for die for Bri- ride or die for Bryce. So I'm very excited. Um, I think our is our next episode going to be our first. Yes. Crescent City. Crescent City. Crescent City 1. We're going to talk about all things Crescent City. We're going to deep dive. Um, it'll, be, be, yeah. it'll be a multi-part series. So yeah, it will not be um, like last week with Iron Flame of Fourth Wing. We had to digest like everything that in was one too go. Much. We are not going to do that again. Um, we're going to do the first probably good half of Crescent City 1. Um, we'll talk about some characters. We'll talk about yeah. some relationships. Um, and then... The next episode, we'll get into the last half of Crescent City, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then um, the next two weeks, we'll do Crescent City too. I just want to talk about Ruin Dannon. Yes. That's Crown all I Prince talk about. Crown Prince of Albarin Faye, baby. And then um, we'll get into our theories right before the release and follow along with us all the way up to the release date. We're going to have mm-hmm. all the theories, all the crack ships, oh, all yeah. the. So if you're, oh, if you're yes. rereading CC right now to prepare. And you need like a study guide. We're we are, have it. We what? We got your back. Yeah. We're gonna have all that information in one spot for you. I feel like I'm a research assistant. Yes. doing this. Like this is like school right we now. We are gonna do the hard work for you, okay? And then we're gonna talk about who is who. All who the theories between the entire Massiverse. Yeah. Right before the Avengers release. Avengers Endgame. After the release, we're gonna be reading like crazy people, and then yeah. we are going to come back to you with what were we right on, what were we wrong on. And what are now our new predictions for Akatar? The next Akatar book, the next Crescent City book, because we know there will be at least four Crescent mm-hmm. City books. Um, and the new series, which this Twilight information just has come out about Twilight of the Gods. Um, so what is that going to look like with the Massiverse? So yeah. if you have read, if you are up to date with your reading, because I know so many people are doing a huge reread of the entire SJM universe. Yes. If you're up to date, you're not gonna want to miss these episodes because yes. there is gonna be a lot of information. Also, about drop all your of it. theories. We need to know yes. your guys' theories for when we miss things because there's so many of them. And I would like to even look at your theories or debunk your theories. Yes, please. Like, let me do the hard work. Just prove us, them. and we'll yeah. disprove you type of thing. Like, yes. we want to know everything. So, Absolutely. send us an email. We have an email. Um, wineandwingsfanpod at gmail.com or you can DM us on Instagram yes. or TikTok. You can drop it in one of our comment sections. Like we we want to know your crazy, the craziest crack ship theories you can think of. Even if you don't believe it, just let us know. Because we <laughs> What have you heard lately? Yeah. What's what's the tea? What's the cereal it. tea? Mm. Okay. That's it. That's it for this week's episode. Of, oh, hold on. I gotta drain it. Yeah. I'm empty. That's it for this week's episode of Wine and Wings Fan. Woo! Thanks for coming. Happy Solstice. Woo! Happy birthday, Farah. Well, hi, lords and ladies. That is it for this episode of Wine and Wingspan. Make sure you're following us on TikTok, Instagram, and everywhere you listen to podcasts at Wine and Wingspan Pod. Have a book you'd like us to talk about or a hot take you want us to break down? Send us all your opinions to wineandwingspanpod at gmail.com. May your glass be full and your wingspans be long. (laughs) 